gardening on the Pat Kenny Show. With the Husqvarna Automower. Keep your lawn looking pristine from the comfort of your own home. See Husqvarna.ie. Well, as we heard from Aina Nilauna earlier this week, tomorrow is National Tree Day and our gardening expert, Porik Horkin, he of the Horkin Garden Centre family, wants to add his words of encouragement. Porik, uh, good morning. A very good morning to you, Pat. Now, <laughs> October, you know, the winter's coming in and yet, and yet, a good time, strangely, to plant a tree. A brilliant time to plant a tree, Pat, simply because for two key reasons. First of all, trees, broadleaf trees are still in full leaf. So if you're selecting a tree in your local garden centre, you can see visibly what you're buying. You can see the beautiful colours and many trees are beginning to turn that beautiful autumnal colour like liquid amber. But also trees planted in October, the roots of plants continue to grow right through the winter and spring period path. So if you plant a tree at this time of year, it continually grows beneath the soil right through the the three to four months of winter, making a stronger tree and a more established tree as we come into spring. So autumn planting is always a brilliant time, not just for trees, Pat, but also for hedging plants and fruit trees and uh, spring flowering bulbs, of course. Plants continue to root through the winter mm. period. But, and remember the trees, Pat, from a biodiversity point of view, the one of the, the simplest and, and best things that anybody can do uh, to add to nature because trees absorb carbon dioxide, as we know. They sink carbon, but they also excrete oxygen. And they produce the perfect habitat for many mammals, insects, and of course, our garden birds. So they're very, very important in the environment. And this week, or any time during October, is a super time to plant trees. Do you have any recommendations? Because uh, some people will be maybe surprised at the vigorous growth of a tree they plant. And one they wanted maybe to be a nice decorative feature in the garden suddenly becomes shade that they didn't want. Yeah, and look, that's it's critically important when you're when you're selecting any tree for the garden that you get pop into your local garden centre. I always recommend people to take photographs of the garden and bring them into the garden centre to show the staff uh, the, the situation, and they will select a tree. Remember, trees are as small as the Japanese maples that only grow a couple of you know, maybe a metre, two metres in height to medium-sized trees like the flowering crabs, our native Irish tree, the lovely sorbus, the mountain ash, which makes a relatively small tree, to slightly larger trees like silver birch, liquid ambers, and right up to the big oaks and and chestnuts and and beech. So depending on your garden, obviously you've got to select a tree. And remember, a tree is for a lifetime. So it's very important to get that advice initially. um, Select, and there's such a wide variety available. Now, uh, Porik, before we get into the questions from listeners, just a brief uh, list of jobs that might be critical at this time of year. Well, again, as I said, it's it's really this the time of year for planting, Pat, particularly spring flowering bulbs, colour for the autumn and for Christmas, all the winter pansies and cyclamen, they're available at the moment now. A little bit of tidying up of the garden as well, because we've had some wind and some rain. So deadheading of plants that are still in flower will extend the flowering period. Planting wallflowers in particular is a great, this is a really good time of year. Planting wildflower seed, Pat, and indeed collecting seed. So in my own garden, I've got some lovely English marigolds flowering at the moment. They're producing their seed and I'm going to collect the seed over the next couple of weeks. And it's also a great time of year for dividing plants. So if you've got rhubarb or hostas in your garden and you want to propagate them and make new plants to give away to family and friends, this is a super time of year to start the division and dividing of plants. So lots to do. Lots to do. Now, uh, questions. Can you ask Porik if it's too late to reseed my lawn? 
It's not too late. And, and Lone Seed germinates at 10 degrees Celsius, Pat. We're getting about 14, 15 degrees at the moment. So it's actually perfect. It's probably a little bit wet at the moment, certainly where I am. But my advice is once the weather starts to dry up, simply mix some lawn seed with some compost and mix it into the area and it'll germinate in about a two to three week period. So October is still a good month for reseeding or repatching lawns. I successfully grew garlic this year, says Sheila. Can I plant it in the same pot again? In the same pot? Well, yeah. if, if, it, if it's going in a pot, you simply just change the soil. So, Sheila, no problem whatsoever. Just dump oh, out the old... I, I misread that. The same plot. <laughs> so, okay, so it's in the ground. And I suppose it's uh, the Sheila's question really is about rotation. Yeah. So my advice really, Sheila, is not to plant it in the same piece of ground because garlic is in the onion family. It's there with onions and leeks and they often suffer from onion white rot, which is a soil-borne disease. And if you continue to plant anything in the onion family in the same plot of ground, you're going to um, expose it to those conditions. So ideally, put something else in there, maybe some strawberries, maybe some cabbage, something in a different family uh, planted into that area and put your garlic elsewhere. And garlic can be grown in pots, Pat. So uh, you yep. could get some large pots and grow them. And this is the time of year for planting garlic. I want to grow plants that bear fruit in my garden, especially ones that have edible nuts. What would Porik recommend and tips on how and where to plant and feed them? OK, well, it depends really on the size of the garden, patch because nut producing fruits are things like hazelnuts, cob nuts, which make small to medium sized trees up to about 10 feet in height. Um, but larger uh, fruiting plants like uh, sweet chestnut, the castanea, that makes a relatively large tree. Now, it can be pruned, but you need a lot of space for it. And of course, walnuts and um, the, the lovely juggalants is a beautiful tree, but it makes a very, very large tree. So depending on the size of the garden, maybe stick to the hazelnuts and cob nuts. They're easier to manage and they tend to do very well in Ireland. I mean, it's a, such a, a traditional plant and, and lovely to fruit at this time of year. I'm looking for a flowering climber that might flower during the winter season. What would you recommend and when to plant it? Okay, well, planting, as I said, is ideal any time through October. Some of the, my favourites would be Clematis Winter Beauty, which st starts flowering at Christmas time and flowers through till early March. You've also got um, the, the Winter Sweet, Shimonanthus Praecox, which produces lovely yellow flowers through the winter period. Sephora Sun King is another favourite of mine. Again, it produces lovely bright yellow flowers. Or the Winter Flowering Jasmine Pat, Jasminum nudiflorum, nudi meaning naked, florum meaning leaves. So it flowers on naked stems and that produces flowers right through the winter period. So there's lots of really good choices at the moment. I have a very shaded balcony. Will cyclamen and heather last through the winter or am I better off with those tough um, pansies that we can buy at the moment? Yeah, pansies and violas tend to do well in shade. Cyclamen does quite well in shade as well. Maybe some trading ivies would work as well. Heather will get a little bit leggy. It'll be fine for a short period, but it tends to get leggy in a shaded area. So maybe stick to the cyclamen, the pansies, the violas and some trailing ivies. They would work really well. My fuchsia are still flowering. Will they come back next year? Same question for my bee-friendly daisy-type flowers. Yeah, well, the fuchsias, it depends on the variety, Pat. We have hardy fuchsias that you can plant out of doors and do really well. And we have them here in the west of Ireland that grow uh, naturally right down along Ackle and so on. Um, and there are garden outdoor varieties like Mrs. Mrs. Popple, which is totally winter hardy. Fuchsias, 
are going out of flower and going out of leaf at the moment. We prune them back once we get into November, give them a mulch of some garden compost and that'll help protect them through the winter. But there are varieties, softer varieties that we grow in our hanging baskets and window boxes and they need to be brought into the greenhouse for the winter. So it really depends on the variety. And the final one, what's the best time to prune a weeping elm? From Paula. Oh, I would prune it in early spring. So leave it well enough alone for the winter period and prune it about the middle of March is, is a perfect time to prune it back. All right, uh, Porik, thank you very much for all of your gardening wisdom. That's Porik Horkin. Um, lots of questions, uh, comments coming in on the subject of renting a room and so on. This one is interesting. I thought giving a student a room for five days a week is perfectly acceptable. Once the agreement is made beforehand, obviously, your guest is not talking about rent a room. She's talking about full access to the house. Which is it? Anna, come on. Rent a room. So there's no toilet in the room and you're supposed to go down the road to the pub to go to the loo. Don't think so. You've got to have access to make your accommodation livable. That's what I would have thought.